Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. It is also a great new week here at RT Media. We've got a Spread the Word winner, which will be announced on Monday, Friday. Can you tell them a little bit off my game? Number one, we are recording this at 6.40 a.m. Eastern, 3.40 a.m. Pacific time, where Brian is right now which is amazing. Brian, a rock star. I went to bed at maybe 2.15 after calling the Bills and Steelers, so a little less than four hours sleep for me. I don't know how much Brian got, but this is definitely, I think one of us recording at 3.40 local time probably sets a record. And somehow, to make it extra special, my back is absolutely killing me, but nobody really cares. It's kind of like the NFL. You just want your content. You just want to hear the show. You just got to push through. And that's the reality. So, Spread the Word winner will be announced on Friday like we always do. I would really appreciate a little something for the effort this week. That would be awesome. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, or I've got YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL for the YouTube shout out or Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, which is still part of the Spread the Word winner via social media. It really, truly means a lot. Those of you that take advantage of any of our sponsors and then send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. There's a bunch like DraftKings or Bombas Socks today that are awesome gifts you can give someone for the holidays and then send it to me. And have a chance to win a little something, something extra. Why not? Let's do it. And I mentioned the YouTube shout-out is a Cameo-style shout-out. We absolutely love giving out the Cameo-style shout-outs once a week. All you have to do is comment on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Today's patron shout-out, Ryan Brewer, who's got a really unique story. 
He's a musician in, uh, I, believe, I can't remember if it was the Marine Corps or the Army. Awesome. Awesome. And now he's a patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. And I'm already learning more about him because he's chiming in on our private Tuckhead Slack channel. I love it. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Good morning, Ross. Let's talk about week 14 as a whole before we get into each of these games individually. Your thoughts, your unique takeaways. Well, there's a few. Um, Number one, it feels like there's a lot of weeks we could say this, Bri, but kickers. Kickers, man. I mean, they make a really big difference. You know, it was a huge, huge difference in the outcome of that Vikings-Bucks game. That's the one that I suppose is most notable. Dan Bailey missed three field goals, an extra point, and Vikings could have won that game. Certainly would have been right in that game if Dan Bailey didn't have such a bad game. And this is coming off of him having a really bad game the week before where he missed a couple extra points, missed a field goal, stuff like that. So the Vikings are going to have to seriously consider their options at this point, um, which, you know, that's the life of a kicker. Meanwhile, I mean, Brandon McManus for the Broncos missed a couple of extra points, which is just like hard to believe. Um, the Jets kicker, whose name is escaping me right now. I mean, he really did not give them a chance to win the game. He missed field goals. I think it was three consecutive drives in the first quarter. Now, I mean, in the first half. Now, on the one hand, if you're the Jets, don't settle for field goals, right? Like, don't let it come down to that. On the other hand, man, you're moving the ball a little bit. You're giving your team a chance to score points, and your kicker misses three straight. That is rough. Felt feels like the Jets have had kicker issues for a while. Feels like the Vikings have had kicker issues for a while. Jake Elliott for the Eagles missed a chip shot one. So kickers are one of them, Bry. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes having three interceptions against the Dolphins and the Chiefs still winning, I guess you can't say comfortably, just because of, you know, the Dolphins were able to make the score close later on. But three interceptions and the Chiefs still win. I think there was a fumble as well. Uh, McCole Hardman had a fumble. I mean, it's, you know, to have that many turnovers and still beat a team like the Dolphins is a really good sign for the Chiefs. Uh, certainly the Jalen Hurts performance and the Eagles huge upset over the Saints is one of the big takeaways. It, you know, they just, they looked like they had more energy. They they kind of got that, that spark they were looking for from making the move at quarterback. They kind of got what they were looking for. Uh, the Bills versus Steelers game I called for Westwood one. Just feels like two teams going in different directions right now. You know, the Bills weren't great in the first half, but they certainly looked very sharp in the second half. And the Steelers are just kind of in a funk right now. You know, it was the drops early, then the Big Ben pick six 
uh, was a huge play in the game. And really, ever since Big Ben had the pick six, it felt like the game uh, was the Bills to have. And then I guess the only other one, Bri, is they're just, you know, I got to be consistent. Last week, I was talking about, you know, how awesome it was at the end of the one o'clock games on the red zone and all the all the close games. That was not the case this week. Not as many close games as normal. So that was one of the themes. That was one of the things that stood out to me. It also stands out to me that we already have basketball back for those of you that are into it. So some of you, maybe you need to place a little wager on basketball to make it more interesting. Well, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a plus 75-point spread on the team of your choice on opening night. All you have to do is bet on any opening night game. And if your team doesn't lose by more than 75 points, you will double your money. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get a plus 75-point spread on opening night for a shot to double your money. That's code ROSS to get a shot at doubling your money on opening night. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey or PA only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tucks takes. All right, well, let's start today with the Tampa Bay defense. They sacked Kirk Cousins six times. Buccaneers over the Vikings 26 to 14. And early in the game, you know, Dalvin Cook was really running well. I mean, I would say all game, I thought Dalvin Cook was running well. I thought the Vikings did some positive things offensively, but the sacks hurt quite a bit. Um, you know, the. Missed field goals that we already talked about were significant. And then Tom Brady, he threw that bomb to Scotty Miller. That was huge. Uh, Even the pass interference on the Hail Mary at the end of the first half, you don't see that very often. That led to a field goal for the Bucs. And I even thought LaShawn McCoy looked pretty good, Bry, in his opportunities. So not like a overly impressive win by the Bucs. You know, it's not like, oh, man, they're going to move up the power rankings for sure after that one. But coming off the bye, they got the win, and that's all that matters. Tucks takes. Hassan Reddick had a career-high five sacks for the Arizona Cardinals in their 26-7 to win at the Giants. What a really uh, disastrous and disappointing performance by the Giants. And I would say surprising, too. I mean, I I just, I thought that they would be much better than that against Arizona. Kind of started early. I mean, Marcus Golden was totally unblocked, and he destroys Daniel Jones. Um, That said, the Cardinals came up empty. They went for on fourth down. They got nothing um, in the red area on the goal line. You know, this score could have been much, much, much worse. Because the Cardinals really struggled in the red zone. Um, Until Kyler Murray threw like an incredible back of the end zone 
almost like a mini Hail Mary to Dan Arnold to finally break through in the red zone. The Cardinals, I mean, they just could not penetrate that Giants defense, but ultimately they finally did. I mean, all those sacks, incredible job by Hassan Reddick and uh, the, the Cardinals defense. The lone highlight really for the Giants was a Daniel Jones bomb to Golden Tate, who's very good at contested catches for a shorter guy, which led to the Deion Lewis touchdown. But that was it, you know. For a Giants team with so much on the line, so much at stake, and so much momentum, that was a very disappointing performance. Ducks takes. Kansas City Chiefs won the AFC West for the fifth straight year after knocking off Miami 33-27. Well, and I think it was Saturday night, Miami put Miles Gaskin on the COVID list, which certainly hurt, didn't help. I thought, and I mentioned this last week, I thought Gaskin – had played really well and was a factor for the uh, Dolphins uh, the week prior. And the thing is, is like the Dolphins did a lot of the things they wanted to do to have a chance in this game. They intercepted Mahomes on the first drive. They got a lead uh, as Kasiki had a touchdown, as Tua was playing well. Another tip interception early. I mean – might have been the first two drives, but then here comes the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill has a reverse where he makes NFL players look pedestrian as usual to make it 10-7. Mahomes, two-minute drill late in the first half. Just an awesome job of looking off the defense, throwing it to Kelsey. Then Mahomes, 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 Mahomes throws a bomb to Tyreek Hill to start the second half. McCole Hardman has a punt return touchdown, and the game's kind of over, gets away. Although, the Dolphins still battled back. Mike Gesicki had another crazy athletic touchdown, but ultimately was not enough. You know, the Chiefs are so good at closing out games when the other team makes it close. Ducks takes. Derrick Henry, another 200-plus rushing yards and two touchdowns. It's the fourth time he's done that in his career. Helped the Titans to a 31-10 win over Jacksonville. Not a really um, eventful game. Wasn't a particularly close game. A.J. Brown had a crazy one-hand catch off of a flea flicker that it's just crazy how easy he makes it look. I mean – they had terrific slow-mo images of him making that catch, and it's really, really impressive. Uh, Gardner Minshew came in for Mike Glennon, didn't really do much, didn't exactly light it up. He, you know, Glennon was struggling. They bring in Minshew, and Minshew made a couple plays, but not enough for the Jaguars to even keep that game close. Ducks takes. Andy Dalton returned to Cincinnati, got his revenge against his former team, as you predicted on, was it last week's Even Money Pod? Cowboys all over the Bengals, 30-7. to Yep, and of course I am very much regretting the fact that on the Even Money Podcast, I had said I liked the Cowboys minus three and a half. I made the pick, and then I recanted, but those are the breaks. Look, I didn't know that the Bengals would come out Fumble, fumble, fumble. Cowboys get a field goal after Giovanni Bernard fumble. 
Then Travion Williams fumbles. Alden Smith picks it up, takes it to the house. And the Bengals have another fumble. I mean, you just can't win that way. And there's no way anybody could have predicted that that would happen. So kudos to the Cowboys. But um, that was a lot of the Bengals' own doing there. Tucks takes. Mitchell Trubisky, three touchdowns in the first half that helped the Bears all over the Texans, 36 to 7. This is another one of those very surprising results, surprising outcomes, I would say. I mean, David Montgomery, you know, watching him, I always thought he was very pedestrian, you know, just average at best. He did a couple long runs recently. He's got more juice, I think. Then I realized he had, I was not expecting the Bears to dominate the Texans like this. Allen Robinson had a big day. You know, he normally does. And I think the whole key to the game, and I tweeted this, Bry, at Ross Tucker NFL, the whole key to the game was the Bears wearing their Princeton uniforms. They look just like Princeton, and when they do, they are a different team. Maybe they should wear those uniforms more often. Tux takes. Drew Locke had a career-high four touchdowns in the Broncos. 32-27 to win against the Carolina Panthers. Yep, and it started with the punt return for a touchdown by Spencer. This is one on the Even Money podcast I did get right. You know, then Drew Locke even fumbled in Panthers territory that they returned almost for a touchdown, led to a Mike Davis touchdown. The Broncos got a, I don't know if to say breaks, but a couple of unnecessary roughness penalties, one of which against Drew Locke was a little bit debatable, which got the, uh, the Broncos their second touchdown. And then it was some, some good job by Pat Shermer getting guys open, Drew Locke throwing a bomb down the sideline to K.J. Hamler for a touchdown. Little tight end screen to Fumagalli, who almost scored. And then they followed up with it. Nice win by the Broncos that, that really, really needed it. Tucks takes. Well, you know who else threw four touchdown passes? Russell Wilson. He did that for the fifth time this season. Seahawks all over the Jets, 40-3. to yeah, obviously, I was very, very wrong on this one. Um, the Seahawks were all over the Jets. You know, any opportunity the Jets had early to keep it interesting, I feel like stalling out in Seahawks territory and the kicker missing field goals, it just, when you're a team in their position, it just takes the wind out of your sails. And... That was pretty obvious watching that game. I mean, Russell Wilson gets to gets to sit down in the third quarter. They get to pull him out in the third quarter. You, like, never see that in NFL games. Almost never as they put Geno Smith in, which just, like, is like rubbing salt in the wounds <laughs> against the, the Jets to put Geno Smith in the, in the game for mop-up time. Tux takes. For the second week in a row, a defensive coordinator was fired after a loss, this time Paul Gunther, the Raiders, after losing to the Colts 44-27. 
So, man, oh, man. Um, I think I saw something where the Colts had 25 first downs on like 54 plays. That's about as bad as I've ever heard. Think about that. Like, they're averaging a first down every two plays. Jonathan Taylor had a gigantic game. T.Y. Hilton was wide open, having a big game. You know, certainly there were mistakes that were made by players on the Raiders' defense, but I think John Gruden just thought, hey, we don't. our, our players are good enough that we shouldn't be having – we shouldn't look this bad. I mean, we shouldn't be dominated this bad and decided to make the move after the game, which is interesting because the Raiders play Thursday night. They've got a short week game this week against the Chargers. So a unique way, a unique time, I would say, to move on from your D coordinator. But I just think the game was so bad. Maybe it was an emotional reaction by Gruden, but their defense has really struggled. And this game in particular was so bad. I think he just felt like the move had to be made and they had to send that message now because they're trying to make the playoffs the rest of this year. How was the press box food, Bri? Press box food, well, you're talking about how their defensive play was bad. The press box food was anything but uh, breakfast burritos before the game. And, I mean, they were like real breakfast burritos. They were they were big. They were, I mean, it was it was just a, a quality performance. Uh, halftime, short ribs, a nice hot meal with vegetables, a side of pulled pork, uh, a separate, I'm going to call it a junk food station with just popcorn and a whole bunch of candy, different variety of candy. I mean, overall, solid performance, A. Wow. That Never is. thought I'd say that about a, a Raiders press box, but this is not the Oakland Raiders. This is the Las Vegas Raiders. There is a big difference. Wow. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. What a difference a venue makes. What a difference a location makes. What was in the breakfast burrito? Uh, I did not partake because uh, I had already eaten, but it, uh, I mean, it had vegetables. I think it had potato in there and it had, uh, I guess it had, I guess it had beef in there. Um, but, and there was also a vegan option of that, but uh, overall it was, it was, uh, it was really good. Nice. All right. Ducks takes. Moving on. The Washington defense did their part. Two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, four sacks, two scores. The football team wins its fourth straight, 23 to 15 over the 49ers. Right. And they really did it behind the defense. I mean, you know, Chase Young had an awesome game, including, I mean, he, he's, he's a dominant player already as a rookie had a big game, including that big touchdown where he scooped up that fumble and running down the sideline, he looked good, man. I mean, he looked like probably was a high school running back. I don't know. Then they had that pick six. I mean, you're just not going to win if you're the 49ers and you allow two defensive touchdowns. It's just not going to happen. Alex Smith got hurt. It appears, Bry as if it's just a strained calf, but he wasn't able to come back in the game. So we'll see whether or not he'll be healthy enough for next week. They're going to need him because Dwayne Haskins really struggles. I mean, Dwayne Haskins comes in. They're up 23 to seven, I think at this point. And he threw such a terrible pick. 
I mean, McLaurin's wide open in the middle of the field. Haskins throws it way over his head for an interception. I mean, didn't appear to be ready to play and almost cost his first place Washington football team uh, a, a, a big win. Tux takes. Jalen Hurts became only the second quarterback to rush for more than 100 yards in his NFL debut. Lamar Jackson, the other one. Eagles upset the Saints 24-21. Right, so the Eagles' defense was awesome in the first half. I mean, really, really good in the first half of the game. I thought Doug Peterson did an excellent job in this game, both with the play creativity. I think I tweeted that it just felt like And part of this is because, you know, Jalen Hurts has a different skill set. But, I mean, they had a really nice mix of run and pass and, like, reverses to uh, Jalen Rager and just different plays, you know, screens and, you know, naked boots for Hurts. I just thought it was a, a really nice game plan overall for the Eagles. He played well. Miles Sanders had a long house call, 80-something yard touchdown, which was critical for the Eagles. You know, I thought as impressive as anything for the Eagles might have been Jalen Hurts at the end of the first half. You know, he took him all the way down the field, almost got a touchdown. They had to settle for a chip shot field goal, and Jake Elliott misses it, missed the chip shot field goal. And then credit to Taysom Hill. He came out firing in the second half. Uh, You know, the Eagles had so many injuries. Darius Slay was ruled out. Rodney McLeod was ruled out. The Eagles were down to some of these guys you never even heard of. I mean, some of these guys the Eagles literally just signed, and they're out there trying to cover, you know, Emmanuel Sanders uh, for deep down the field. Eagles did have a couple issues on fourth down where they went for it with Hurts and didn't get it. But ultimately, speaking of fourth down, Josh Sweat had a really, really uh, terrific game, including a huge play on fourth down where it looked like the Saints were going to take the lead. He strips Taysom Hill. That led to a Miles Sanders touchdown. You know, the Saints hadn't given up a 100-yard rusher in forever. They gave up two. 200-yard rushers in this game. Uh, Javon Hargrave had a big game as well. Just an impressive overall performance by the Eagles. They got that spark they were looking for, and they didn't quit. And the Saints, like the Steelers, might have given up home field advantage. You know, now the Packers are in the driver's seat. Tucks takes. Justin Herbert became the fourth rookie with at least 25 touchdown passes, the others being Baker Mayfield, Peyton Manning, and Russell Wilson. Chargers uh, beat the Falcons 20-17, to and that officially eliminates Atlanta from playoff contention. Right, and I mean, they weren't going to the playoffs anyway. This was like a game, especially in the fourth quarter, second half, where it felt like neither team wanted to win. Austin Eckler had a big game. Anthony Lynn had clock management issues at the end of the first half. Again, it's really uncanny how often that happens to the Chargers. But uh, the story of this game was late. 
teams were like trading interceptions as like I said, nobody seemed to really want to win the game. Ultimately, the Chargers were able to get it done. Tuck Stakes. Green Bay Packers clinched the NFC North after beating the Lions 31 to 24. And uh the Lions, the Lions, the Vikings lose as well, which uh we, we already discussed. Right, which means as I said a couple games ago, the Packers have a chance to get the number one seed, to get the bye, and to have the NFC playoffs go through what would likely be frigid Green Bay. So you know what you need to do? You need to get socks. And I don't want just any socks. I want super comfortable Bombas socks. Because when you give a pair of super comfortable Bombas socks, you're not only giving someone a gift they'll love, you're also donating a specially designed pair to someone in need. Really cool. I'm, I'm amazed that they're able to do this. Bombas comes in tons of different colors and styles, including athletic performance socks, limited edition holiday socks, which are always fun, dress socks. I got a bunch of those for when I'm doing a game. Socks are from Merino Wool, a natural wonder fiber that's super warm, incredibly soft. Plus, the generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000-plus giving partners. So think about that. You're probably going to get somebody socks anyway for the holidays. Get them socks and do a good thing at the same time. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just givable. They were made to give. Go to bombas.com slash Ross today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Ross, bombas.com slash Ross. As for the game, Bri, Matthew Stafford got hurt. We'll see what's going on with him. He got hurt, and so Chase Daniel had to come in the game. You know, Aaron Rodgers kind of did what he does, got the ball to Devontae Adams for a touchdown. It wasn't necessarily pretty for the Packers. It wasn't easy, but I didn't really think it would be. I thought the Lions would be able to give a fight. I think they're playing for Daryl Bevel. I think they're trying to make a point, but ultimately they weren't able to knock off Rodgers and the Packers, who I think see potentially the Super Bowl um, in sight for them. And and as they should, by the way. Tuck Stakes. Sunday Night Football. You were there. Bills improved to 10-3 and after beating the Steelers 26-15. to Steelers in the playoffs, though, thanks to that Dolphins loss earlier in the day. Right. And, you know, once again, I feel like the Steelers had their chance to make some noise in the first half. I mean... Deontay Johnson, Deontay Johnson had a couple of drops. He ran the wrong route or stopped his route once. That was like their first two or those first two drives. Deontay Johnson had three critical errors, which stopped the Steelers from getting any type of drives going or momentum or lead. Um, Dawson Knox couldn't corral a ball. That led to the uh, James Washington touchdown. He thought, okay, Steelers have a lead. All right, Steelers are up now. Um, 
But it was not meant to be. I mean, Josh Allen uh, was a little bit off, but got to Diggs for a field goal. And then I thought the, the play that changed the game was the Taron Johnson pick six on the Juju Smith-Schuster out route. It was just a bad decision, bad throw by Roethlisberger, who very clearly, Bri, whether it's the elbow or you know, whether you want to say it's the elbow or the knee or not able to step up, there were so many throws that Roethlisberger just not able to put a whole lot on the football. And that out route to Juju Smith-Schuster was one of them. And he threw it a little bit behind Juju. Johnson was easily able to jump that route, take it the other way for the pick six. And then the Bills kind of dominate after that. First drive of the second half was like the Stephon Diggs drive. He had four catches for 42 yards on the drive, including a 19-yard touchdown, as he totally dominated that drive for the Bills to extend their lead. Then another drive where Stephon Diggs did enough, led, did a lot late to the Gabriel Davis touchdown. Steelers finally, you know, with Eric Ebron and Juju Smith-Schuster, they finally were able to get a drive going. Uh, but then the Bills, to their credit, you know, the Bills answered after that, got a field goal after the pass interference uh, by Mike Hilton on Dawson Knox to go up 11, make it a two-score game. And then after that, the Bills, the Steelers had a chance to try to make it interesting. They couldn't stop them. I mean, the Bills just absolutely ran them over in what I thought was a demoralizing drive, very demoralizing drive, if you are a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, to see the Buffalo Bills run over your boys and close it out like that. Uh, man, you just don't see things like that. Very often. Shoutouts are in place for Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. Little different schedule this week. College Draft will be tomorrow, as will Power Rankings Tuesday. We're also going to do part one of the Fantasy Feast tomorrow. We've got some different schedules this week. And even money will once again be on Wednesday this week. So programming notes on both Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and College Draft, really all of them. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.